0: hello everyone welcome to today's episode of reddit readings today we are on the subreddit r slash tifu also called today i fucked up hope you all get a laugh from listening to some fuck ups today enjoy reddit readings episode 37 tonight only on disney plus my name is taylor welcome to the Eras tour
1: experience taylor swift's record-breaking Eras tour swift biera's tour taylor's version with four additional acoustic songs streaming tonight only on disney plus dreaming of a better sleep tossing and turning is not your destiny and ollie is here to help ollie invites you to sink into sweet sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness more than just melatonin Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com.
0: Today I fucked up by complimenting a girl's skirt. Happened a couple weeks ago. I was at a party and saw a girl across the room. She was wearing a skirt, holding a drink in one hand, and had the other hand in her pocket. I saw her skirt thought to myself how cool, that skirt is having pockets. A lot of women I know complain about not having pockets, so this is a very progressive thing. A bit later, I got around to talking to her. I complimented her skirt, and how pockets in a skirt is great. She looked very confused, said my skirt doesn't have pockets, why would you think that? I mentioned that I had seen her earlier with her hand in her pocket. Her face went bright red, and revealed that her hand was amputated. What I thought was her hand in her pocket, was her stump resting against her hip. I apologized immediately, but luckily she thought it was funny, because she'd never heard that comment before. I'm still dying inside though. This is an ongoing fuck up. I'm actively looking for ways to end it. My daughter is three. She is the light of my life and all that. Because she isn't much for drinking or golf, I have had to find activities we both enjoy to pass the day. This means we spend a great deal of time watching movies. My favorite movie is E.T. And I figured she'd love it too. Wrong. E.T. is terrifying to a little girl. In an effort to make E.T. fun, I taught her the fingertip, touch edge thing, and then we watched that scene a few times in a row. It went well and now E.T. no longer scares her. Win. She has held onto the fingertip touch, and it has taken on a life its own. A bit like a not-at-all-secret handshake for us. We always do it before she goes to sleep. Her puts out finger. Finger. Me touches finger. Ouch. Super cute right. Well, she has now taken to doing it anywhere, at any time. It became pretty annoying, and when I tried to curb the frequency of it, I was met with disaster. Last weekend we were at the mall when she announced loudly in a quad jewelry store that she was going to give me the finger. A little embarrassing, but not too bad. I told her that she can't say it like that because the finger sometimes means something bad. She nods, understanding and the moment passes. A few days later, at dinner with my in-laws, the handshake returns to the forefront of her mind. Mid-meal, she says, finger, oh no wait, that's bad. She then thinks for a moment and screams, daddy, finger me. If I could've turned into a flock of birds and flown away forever, I would have my in-laws turn bright red and stare at her. I immediately say, no no, that's not what it's called. My daughter doubles down, yes. Finger me. Ouch. Remember? Ouch. I nearly passed out. We are now trying to rebrand the handshake as, et and ouch, because Jesus Christ I can't take her anywhere. Today I fucked up by not understanding how sound travels. Set the scene. It's 2017, I had been dating my high school crush for 3 months now, meeting up at parties, getting drunk, the usual for a 18 year old, one day we decide that it's time to spend the night together in my parents house, because, you know, 3 months is a serious relationship for an 18 year old, obviously, I had to do some prep before she came over, fairy lights along the bedposts, cause chicks love that, tidy the room change the bed sheets, apply a little bit of lavender to the pillows, spray some nice cologne gotta smell fresh, fast forward a few hours, it's about 11 pm, we are in bed, nothing but fairly lights lighting up the room, love is in the air, super romantic, things get heated, and before we know it, we are on our way to pound town, bed is rocking giving the classic bed frame squeak, having the time of our lives, so this went on almost every day for a year, she would come over, we would get down to business go to sleep, repeat, and I thought nothing of it, the only thing that I questioned, was when my mum came up the stairs, and passed me a bag full of condoms, me being innocent was like why, would I need these, mum, I don't have 6, she just said, okay, they're there, if you need them, and walked out, anyway, that didn't rouse any suspicion, Now, midweek, no one is in the house but myself and my girlfriend of a year and a bit. She sat down on the bed, and it squeaked a little bit, it had gotten worse over our year together, and it made us think about how the sound might travel. Now, I live in a two-story house, I stay upstairs, and my mum and stepdad sleep directly below me on the ground floor. So, I send the girlfriend downstairs into my mum's bedroom and I jump on the bed making it squeak. She comes back upstairs with a horrified expression on her face, apparently the sound carries through the floor and is amplified by the hollow ceiling, acting like a big amplifier. So, my poor mother who has since bought an expensive pair of earplugs, has had to listen to my girlfriend and I going at it for the past year. I wasn't able to look my mum in the eye for a few weeks after, and I think she might have understood why. Today I fucked up by eating the ends off a chicken wing. Yesterday I ate the ends of a chicken wing. Someone told me the ends were crunchy, like pork crackling, so I tried it out. I never expected this to happen. I must not have chewed one properly. I got something lodged in my throat. To dislodge it, I ate some bread and drank some soft drink. Some pain persisted, but I went to sleep last night hoping it'd be fine in the morning. This morning I woke with tremendous pain in my throat and chest. I walked to the public hospital down the road because I was starting to worry. The GP noticed I had a crunchy throat when pressing on it. He immediately sent me off to get an x-ray that showed I have a perforated esophagus. That is, the tube from my mouth to my stomach has been punctured. The crunchy feeling was air that had shifted into parts of my neck it shouldn't be. They consider it a critical medical condition with a 20% chance of mortality. It's so rare that its incident rate is 3.1 over 1 million people. A few random doctors even asked if they could feel my neck to experience the crunchy feeling. They said they'd read about it in textbooks, but you never see it. Now I'm waiting on the results of the CT scan which will determine whether I get surgery or just have to fast for a few days while my body fixes it. If I'd waited over 24 hours there would be a much higher risk. Today I fucked up by wearing my late grandfather's shoes to a job interview. This happened January. 2018, I was desperate to find a new job and was basically applying for anything that was asking for at least a bachelor's degree. To provide some background, I graduated with a sciences degree and there was a job posting for a junior risk management position at an accounting firm that allowed folks with a stem major to apply. And so I did, even though I barely knew anything about the field of accounting or risk management. But hey, might as well. Surprisingly, they invited me to do a one-on-zero interview where you basically stare at your computer webcam and answer questions that the company has prepared for you ahead of time while recording your answer, it's a pretty awful experience. However, they were all soft skill questions, so I could answer them pretty decently. After that, I surprisingly got an invitation to have an interview in person at their office. I was very excited. Now for the fuck up. My family has an assortment of dress shoes that I could wear for the interview and I ended up grabbing a pair that belonged to my late grandpa. They were looking fresh. I put them on and my parents dropped me off in front of the building. I entered the building and entered the conference room where the other 5 candidates were alongside some company reps. I was cool as a cucumber and just sat in my seat until everyone arrived, right as everyone got up. To enter the group case room, I looked down at my feet and noticed there were these black things scattered all around my shoes. I quickly deducted that they were shoe crumbs. It turns out that the shoes I wore were so old and no one had worn them since a long ass time ago. They were so old that the polymer in the soles were extremely brittle and my shoes were deteriorating in front of my eyes solely due to pressure and friction. At that moment, I was just thinking oh god oh man, but didn't want to let anyone know about it so, after I got up, I pushed in my chair to hide the shoe crumbs. Unluckily for me, everywhere I walked more traces of my shoes came off, leaving a trailing of black shit behind me. It was a nightmare. Thankfully the carpet was greyish color, so it wasn't too prominent with my black shoe crumbs, but it was only a matter of time before people were going to notice. We walked to a different conference room nearby where we did a group case. It didn't go too well, and I left another big mess in there but oh well. Afterwards, we were going to do the in-person interviews with the company directors and partners, and divided us into two groups where three of us would go the interview first and the other three would do it after. I was a part of the latter team, so we had time to kill. One of the company reps wanted to show us around the two floors, and in my mind I was screaming. I wanted to minimize walking to prevent my shoes from breaking off even more. I ended up leaving a trail of crumbs all throughout both floors and then we decided to grab some Starbucks on the main floor. When I went to go grab a straw for my iced coffee, a giant block from my right shoe came off. Holy shit. I kicked it into the little condiments corner and hoped no one saw. We sat down at a table until our turn for interview was approaching. On the way back to the office floor, a second massive chunk came off, this time from my left shoe. However, this time I was in the middle of the cafeteria and couldn't go back to grab it or something. So I just continued walking and just left this black shoe turd in the middle of an open space. At this point, so much of my shoes have fallen off that I was starting to walk weirdly, as my shoes has gotten so much fucked at this point. We got back to the conference room and the moment I entered the room, I noticed two other people hovering around where I was sitting originally and said what's all this black stuff? Looking at debris I had left earlier, I pretended to not hear them and sat at a different chair, attempting to engage in conversation with someone else. At this point, I was 99% sure everyone knew it was me. However, I continued to play innocent and not acknowledge the amount of debris I was leaving behind everywhere. Finally, it was my turn to do the interview and I walked to yet another office to do it and of course that meant leaving more shoe crumbs along the way and in the boss's office. He told me he was gonna take a quick bathroom break after we entered and will be right back. I was so glad he did that as I frantically picked up the crumbs that I had already laid waste upon his office and quickly stuffed as much as I could in my pockets while he was gone. As I was doing this, all I could think was how did it come to this. The interview itself went pretty well though. After everyone was done, the reps ended up buying lunch for us at a nearby restaurant. All I can say is R.I.P. to the cleaning staff over there. By the time I got home, you could almost look through my shoe, top down. Needless to say, I did not get the job. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So... I'm a fairly new owner of the iPhone. This happened about 45 minutes ago. I'm in the bathtub, straight man, takes baths, I usually read on my device while laying in the water, but with a new phone I decided to start organizing apps. As I begin to move apps I'm also trying out some of the new ones I've never seen. Reminders, compass, voice memos, the bullshit extra stuff you can't delete. I run across the measuring tool and start testing it out how far am I from the door, how tall is the room, then I decide to use it on my floating penis log, as in doing this, a fucking course, my wife walks into the bathroom, she never knocks and I don't expect her to, I freak out as I have the camera pointed at my dick and the live view on the screen is on, so she knows it's photo mode, she leaves, I text her and tell her it wasn't what you think, she laughs and tells me to send her the pictures, I sent her a screenshot of the app, including dick length, so she'll never forget what 11 inches looks like. Okay that part was a joke, but she was a good sport about it. Today I fucked up, by inhaling my tongue ring, ending up pregnant and almost dead. This fuck up is still occurring, but it started last week, and that day started normal like always. I went to work, and when I went to lunch it turned to the worst week of my life. I was sent on lunch. And while I was eating my tongue ring somehow came off, and instead of what I initially thought was me swallowing it, the x-rays at the hospital showed it was inhaled and went into my lung. Since they had to do an x-ray and a CAT scan, I was asked if I was pregnant, I told them absolutely not. Since I have the IUD implanted, birth control, they did blood work and then came to speak to me and told me that I was in fact pregnant. I was absolutely shocked and scared, I called my husband and my mom and told them the news, my husband rushed to the hospital and when he got here he asked if I told them about the IUD, which I had not yet. When he told them they said after they performed the bronchoscopy, they would have to immediately remove the IUD. The procedure was really simple and they removed the tongue ring in 30 minutes and I was fine for the most part other than a sore throat they came and spoke to me about the pregnancy and the problems the IUD can present to it, they immediately removed the IUD and told me that it was bent and slipped down which is the reason it didn't work properly after me having it for more than a year they also scheduled her ultrasound, when they went in for the ultrasound they couldn't find the pregnancy which raised some concerns, ultimately after 2 days of waiting in the ICU they confirmed it was an ectopic pregnancy, they said the pregnancy was very early, so they sent me home with a shot to kill the pregnancy, and I was to follow up every 2 days at a clinic to make sure the pregnancy was being successfully terminated. Everything was alright, and even though I had cramps and all other sorts of side effects, as long as they weren't too severe I would be fine. I was feeling completely better Saturday morning, but after a shower I suddenly felt a sharp pain on my shoulder, and then severe abdominal pain that left me incapacitated. I've never felt such severe pain, after speaking to the clinic through the phone. They told me to immediately head to the ER, when I arrived they performed an ultrasound which almost made me pass out from the pain and they confirmed my pregnancy burst inside my ovary and I was bleeding internally, so I'm now back home, but after the worst weekend of my life I'm left out of work for at least 6 weeks and struggling to get out of bed. They said if I had not come in I would be dead, luckily the doctors were able to save my ovary. Today I fucked up by closely following a woman around a lingerie store. This happened just today. I, male, was in a lingerie store with my girlfriend, she was shopping for new underwear, and I was just following her around, bored as always, staring at my phone to keep myself occupied. After about 5-10 to minutes a man grabs my arm, I turn and it's the security guard. He asks me to leave, and starts escorting me towards the exit. I'm confused about what's happening and look around for my girlfriend, who I can't find. Apparently at some point, while not paying attention to anything other than my phone, I'd stopped following my girlfriend, who was wearing a white cardigan and black trousers, and instead had started following some other random woman who was wearing similar clothes. I'd apparently been doing this for at least a few minutes, silently standing closely behind her as she browsed underwear and following her to do it again as she tried to move away. She'd alerted a member of staff with a horrified look towards them. Today I fucked up by giving my wife a facial in front of my stepdaughter. Still processing this one since it took place about 5 hours ago. Me, 45, male, and my wife, 47, female. Have been married for about 5 years and have a combined family. Most of our kids are half time with us and half time with their other parents. Anyway, my 20 year old stepdaughter's room is just down the hall from the master bedroom. About 6 weeks ago, she started sleepwalking and wakes standing in random places. She even woke up in the kennel with our dog once. Yes, I know it's super strange because my wife and I are trying not to scar the kids, we wait until they are all asleep, before we have sexy times. Many times this means we go to sleep, and then wake each other up in the middle of the night for sexy time. Last night was one of those nights, when we went to bed, between 8 and 9, because we get up at 4 am to work out, kids were still up and milling around, so we figured we'd wait until the middle of the night, or have a quickie, before we went to the gym. A few hours later I wake to a stiffy pressed up against my wife's backside and decide it's game time. Within a couple of minutes we are deeply into it and a few minutes later we know it's about time for the grand finale. My wife breathlessly tells me the words that every man around the planet loves to hear. I want to finish you with my mouth. I practically jumped off the bed and stand there as my wife gets on her knees to give me a toe curling BJ. I'm going to interrupt this story for a moment to give another little factoid. My wife was a single mom to 4 girls for many years prior to meeting and then marrying me. Her and her daughters are pretty immodest around the house. I'm constantly asking them to put shorts or sweats on. Anyway, there I'm standing naked beside my bed. My wife is on her knees sucking my soul out through my dick. My eyes are closed my head is back and I'm just about to release when I get that weird feeling that I'm being watched. I open my eyes and see my 20-yo stepdaughter standing 3 feet behind her mom in a tank top and panties. I reflexively pulled back from my wife's mouth which caused her to grab extra hard the next thing I know I'm spraying my load all over her face while I'm looking directly into my stepdaughter's eyes. My wife is trying to be playful and thinks I'm just feeling kinky and I was just trying to cover myself. My stepdaughter just stands there for what seemed like an eternity before saying, holy shit, over and over, and walking out of our room, and back to hers. Of course as soon as my wife heard her daughter's voice she became much less playful and everything got deadly serious. So now I've gone to the gym, I'm sitting at my desk working, and my wife has been in talking with her daughter for the past couple of hours. Honestly my only fuck up was the timing. But it did happen today, so there is that. Today I fucked up by teaching my daughter to talk, actually happened yesterday, the effects are still rampant this morning, grocery shopping with my 1 year old girl, she's just the sweetest, really loves cooking and shopping with her daddy, is chatty with anyone that will talk to her and waves at literally everyone, so of course we've been teaching her to say everyday words as well as any new ones we think she can pick up on, she's getting quite the vocabulary for being so little. As it goes I decided to grill some chicken and have a nice garden salad for dinner with a homemade balsamic vinaigrette. I took my little angel to the store with me to grab a few things, and when I picked up the balsamic vinegar, I heard a familiar question, what's that? I told her it was balsamic vinegar, which she pronounced, basaltina I tried to correct her to no avail. Her decision was concrete. My adorable little girl is passing out n words. I'm mortified. She's loudly and proudly saying her new words. We scurried out with no grocer slash people staring and ordered pizza for dinner. She's still asking this morning when we are going to eat basil t-nigger. Today I fucked up by training my dog to eat only when I sing to her. Although this has taken place over the last few weeks, I just realized what happened today. I have a German shepherd, Kelly, who is the sweetest dog ever. She has always been very shy about eating around my other dog, so they eat separately. It started when I would sing her a little tune while filling her bowl, and then it became a little fun thing that my husband and I both did. This morning before work, I filled her bowl like I always do, and she just sat there and stared me down. Confused, I walked away to go get ready for work. I came back, and she was still staring, food bowl still full, and that's when it hit me. So I started singing, and sure enough, the little shit started eating. Thank you for listening to Reddit Readings, episode 37. If you enjoyed it, consider subscribing and leaving a rating.
1: True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror takes center stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat